Today's segment is about meditation and peace. But I think every faith has given us the tool as humans, as spiritual beings, to take time to dwell in a peaceful place. Now, when it comes down to Christians, we say we dwell in God. In other faiths, they talk about us connecting with our inner self. We talk about connecting with nature. But I think that's very important for us to understand that we do need to get to a peaceful place. One, I want to talk about separating ourselves from the outside world. Two, connecting with our inner being. And three, the benefits when we do reconnect with the outside world. The outside world, it is where everything happens around you. It is your family. It is the world events like social media, news, our jobs. It is everything that we see going around us. And believe it or not, the human soul is a sponge. It is not a rock. No one can sit back and say everything that is thrown toward their way is bounced off of them. That's a lie. They say it doesn't affect them. I believe that certain, not everything, but a lot of things affect people. It grows our anxiety. It grows our anger. It can sometimes, with some things on the outside, can reinforce our joy. It's very hard to ignore the outside world. Some people say, don't let it bother you. How could it not? Take the George Floyd experience. It's an outside world event. Ah, oh, don't let it bother you. It was thousands of miles away. What are you talking about? George Floyd incident is something that happens here. It happens 10 miles away or maybe a mile away, or maybe it's happened to that person. So when people say the outside world doesn't affect them, that's a lie. It is a total misconception of the truth. So when we think about what we have to do to deflect a lot of these things that come around us, my suggestion is that you absorb them Honestly, do what's happening anyway. Absorb them and then to go into your inner world. What do you put in your glass every day? To reinforce the blessings of life. Life is a glass. It is something that the outside world is 
And it's, and it's a glass. It's not a cup. It's a glass. You see the outside world. It shakes your glass sometimes. It, it hits up to your glass. But what are you filling up with? Your glass. Some would ask a Christian, are you filling it up with the scriptures and the wisdom of God? Are you looking at things that reinforce the word of God? What are you doing? If you had to go to other faiths, so they would ask you, are you filling your cup up with wisdom? Are you seeing the beauty of the world? Are you, or are you just focused on the negativity that might challenge your existence? So when we go into our inner world and we talk about our meditation and where we dwell at, a Christian would say, I dwell in in the presence of God, I go and I meditate and I read my scripture. That, that The things that I saw with George Floyd is that I pray that God brings justice to his family and it brings justice to society. Some would say that it might be an eye for eye. Eye for eye might be in their faith is justice. It is something that we have to ask what is in our glass. And as we try to find our dwelling place, we try to find strength to deal with the outside world, and we try to find peace. And that only can happen in the inside world. The Dalai Lama said, a man cannot find peace in the outer world. He needs to find it from the inner world. The inner world is very clear. It is very clear that you have to start from the inside before you go from the outside. You can't even approach people right unless you have the outside and the inside correct. You got to have the inside correct before you deal with the outside. It is very hard. So when you do feel anxious and you do feel anxiety you can escape from people if you ask me i think christ did that a lot he used to leave big crowds he used to go and say i'm going up to pray because if you ask me he just wanted to just get away from the people he knew all their concerns he needed he knew all their needs he knew their unbeliefs, their doubts. He knew everything. And even God had to even escape from us because if you ask me, we some troubling, troubling beings. We can be some irritating beings. I understand that he had to escape, but many religious leaders had to escape from the crowd. You might have to escape from your friends and think about are they your friends or how you want to approach your friends am i controlling my life or am i letting my friends or my kids control my life but i have to look from the inside and have some peace and meditate on what's good the eyes are the windows to the soul they see everything and whatever you look at you put in your mind, whatever's in your mind, or excuse me, whatever's in your heart comes out of your mouth. I always like to say, you know what, when you do what, when it does come out your mouth, don't say, oh, I ain't mean that. Yes, you did, because it was sitting in your heart before it, it escaped out your mouth. 
you meant that. You meant that. It, it, it wasn't a mistake. It came out your mouth because you meant it. It was something that you had buried in your heart. Now, if you would have gone into your inner world and dealt with that thought, it would never have been there. It would have been burned up in positivity or it would have been dealt with in a better way, but it was there. We meditate to try to figure out and focus on how we want to express ourselves or how we deal with the world. We learn, we read things that help us deal with the world. We must learn, we must meditate, we must dwell in places that's, that's good. I challenge every person that is listening to this podcast to think about where you dwell. Do you dwell in a hostile past? Do you dwell in a hostile presence? Do you dwell in fear of what comes in the future? Or do you have a place where you dwell that brings you strength and joy? I think that David, King David, was in some trickery things that we would call, you know, immoral, hostile environments. But he always had to focus on God and dwell in God to get through many of those things that were caused from the outside world and was also caused from his inner ambitions to do what he wanted to do. So we gotta think about those things and how we deal with the world and where we dwell for peace. So my challenge to you today is to find your peaceful place, a healthy place. Not with drugs, not with alcohol, not with even food, not with bad relationships, not with social media, not with the, the news, not with hanging around people that don't care about your accountability to yourself and your family. Those are not the ways of finding peace. Those are actually ways of finding destruction. And then when you awake from those consequences, next thing you know, there's no one around you. There's nobody asking about you because they don't even want to be around you. So just take a moment and try to find out where you can find your dwelling place. Is it out in nature and meditating with the universe? Is it meditating in, within God? Is it in scripture? Is it with a prayer group? Is it with a family member that is positive, that speaks, yes, we can, not, no, you can't, oh, oh my God, remember when you used to do this kind of person? No, just to focus. And three, when you return to the outside world from the inside world, goodness grief. People are going to may, may ask you, why are you always happy? And I'm talking about the real sincere person that's always happy. 
I may not be happy with everything that's going around me, but my attitude dictates what I believe. If I'm a doubting person, I'll be negative because I didn't spend too I didn't spend enough time in that inner world to bring out the positivity. Why do you get things done? I get my thoughts focused. I write them down. I plan my day. So when I get to this outer side, this outer world, I'm organized and a lot of things that are happening around me will not distract me. I just keep on going to my destination. Those are the things that are very important that you focus on your destination. And that's why when you return to the outer world, you are like an arrow going for its destination. Not the wind, nor the water, nor anything is stopping your destination than other than the target that you have set before you. Those are the things that is very important that when you return to the outer world, you have a destination. People, we do it all the time. We get to the outside world, we let our kids, we let our family members, we let our spouses, we let our friends, we let the news, we let the social media distract us for our destination. Here it is. Your attitude should always be, I'm, even if I'm dealing with something, why am I smiling? Oh, because I'm smiling of the outcome. It's bad today, but I know tomorrow will be better. That's just what it is. I went for that inner world. I'm coming out, with, out to the outer world with a better attitude. Oh my gosh, it's raining outside, good because I need the rain to water the dry ground so things can grow, just like bad times. Bad times are like rain. It waters so endurance can grow, wisdom can grow, acknowledgement of the good times and counting your blessings when things are back in alignment my, I can acknowledge my joy. Joy is different from happiness. When somebody passes away, your happiness goes away, you're sad. The joy comes in is that I got to know that person. That person, I was blessed to know that person as a friend. Or oh, I was blessed to have that person in my family circle. Those are where joy comes in. Or you think about a job. It is tough. It is rough. The people sometimes are annoying, but it's a joy that you have a job. It's a joy that you encounter people that help you build your endurance, your intolerance for things that you find unpleasantable at that moment. But that's joy that you have those things. Those are things that we think about that bring us joy. The reign of life is also to make us strong. It makes us strong. We first got to get to that inner world, that place of dwelling, to get an understanding of what's going on.
what the outcome will be by our attitude, not by our sight of what we see. Yes, for Christians that read there, he said, I see by faith and not by sight. We can't just see the image in the mirror and think that's just the image I'm going to see for all my life. No, once we go to that inner world, when we start looking at that mirror, we start seeing past that reflection. We start seeing what is there. It's just an image. What is coming is destiny. What is coming is destiny to succeed. People only fail when they only stop at the mirror. But when you go past the mirror, you see destiny. You see determination. You see a path like an arrow to its target. And you must come out of that inner world with determination. With determination. I'm glad that we and I and you and everyone that might listen to this podcast. May this be an edification to your soul because it was to mine. Now always remember what they say rich people do. They always plan their days and when I go into my day I need to meditate and when I need to focus on what I need to get done each day is to write it down a to-do list a planner and don't let anyone stop me to reach my destination because we have our long-term destinations those are there but then we also have our short-term destination. And that's very important that we have those short-term goals and then the long-term goals. It's so important. So I thank you again. And I hope that you are blessed. And you are going to be a blessing. Take care. And have a great evening.